Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell. This is episode 51 of the podcast. How are you all doing? I've just realised my hair looks incredible, mate. I've had a haircut. Paul's also had a haircut. Thanks for noticing. And it's looking good. Thank you very much. Haircut twins? Yep. When did you get your haircut? Monday. So did I. That's, on. that's scary. That is scary. That's actually really Twin spooky. Twin flames. Yes. They call that. Very spooky. The ghost hunters are freaked out right now. Um, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns is my friend. He's a jack of all trades, multi-skilled tradesman. If you need something like a kitchen fitted or any bathroom or plumbing work, get in touch with Michael Burns. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you know that if you phone his number, which will pop up on the screen and quote to him that you listen to this podcast, he will give you a put a, a discount or a, what's it called? A free quote? Yeah. A free quote. Um, so get in touch with Michael Burns at Lamb Solutions Limited. He also washes windows and cleans gutters. We are pretty blown away with the response that this podcast has had recently. I even got a wee bit emotional last week talking about some stuff, so I have made the decision that I'm never going to not give these charities a shout-out. Back on side are a Scottish mental health charity that helps, you know, athletes really with mental health problems but they also do therapy for regular punters like myself i'm currently doing therapy right now and i look good i feel good it's no therapy that's made my eyebrows and hair look amazing but damn i feel good baby if you go on to back on side people will be watching us like fuck fuck going back on gone Am I having a stroke? Fuck going on back on side's website with this cunt talking shit. <clears throat> <laughs> on their website, they've got numbers for things like Alcoholics Anonymous, which I have also used. And it's the reason why I am seven years sober in December. Really? Wow. December the 17th. And I put that down to people like back on side and Alcoholics Anonymous. You've got numbers for Cocaine Anonymous anonymous narcotics anonymous and the glasgow samaritans which i've also phoned so if you're struggling especially this time of year i've noticed a massive change in my mood and i honestly think it's down to the weather and it's no other reason there's no specific reason why i've been feeling low apart from it's just cold and shite so all these numbers are there they're all free so give them a phone but before you give them a phone, give your podcast a five-star <laughs> review. Fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We've also set up a Patreon as well. And you can sign up to that for £5 a month and you'll get extra content. Me and Paul ripping the lid off each other upside down in the Undertaker tombstone position for fucking £5 a month, man. You can't beat that. All the ghost hunting stuff and the Ouija board stuff will be available on that. Plus, you'll get discounted gig tickets and, you know, just fucking sign up. All right? Fucking suck it. Um, 
<laughs> so let's get the let's get the podcast started, mate. How have you been since last week? Mate, I'm feeling the same as you, man. I'm feeling fucking tired as fuck and just like I feel like my eyes are nipping at my head. Mm-hmm. And it must be I think it's a dark morning sometime. It's the weather. I met my friend for a coffee and he's quite he's I don't know what his actual job is, right? But I know it's to do with nutrition and mental health. And he's a bit mental as well. He's a wee bit anti-COVID and all that. But see, when it comes to nutrition and shit, he mm-hmm. knows what he's, knows talking, what he's about. talking about. So it made me pull my finger out and I've started... Uh, I went for a sunbed. Nice. Made, made me feel great. I've started taking vitamin D again. And I've also started, I've only been doing it for three days. I've started fasting again and I've properly put my finger out the arse regarding calorie counting because I was, I wasn't overeating, but I was eating my maintenance. Right. And I wasn't walking enough either. And a lot of that just built into, I'm not gaining weight, but I'm not losing weight. Uh-huh. I'm eating shit and I'm feeling bad. Aye. So... I've started eating things like kimchi again. Nice, good for your gut health. See, when you're eating fucking Tesco meal deals, mate, and you're just calorie counting, and that's all I've been worried about, you're not really worried about protein or nutrition, Uh and then you add kimchi into your diet. Holy fuck. My arsehole exploded. Heavy clear it, was it? Aye. I shat out cancer, mate. (laughs) Or I shat out something. (laughs) Um, do you like kimchi? Do you like to taste it? I love it. I see, I like it in things, mm-hmm. but see by itself, like a jar, a kimchi, I'm not a big, I don't know. I don't know what it is because I like pickles. I like fermented things, but there's something, and I don't know if it's a herb or something in kimchi, but see when it's in something, like um, you get like kimchi and noodles or something like that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Or a salad, waste stuff, avocado, something like that. I love it. I'm going to discuss, I think I might disgust you. Okay. I broke, for the first two days I did 18 hours, and today I broke my fast at 16 hours, two to ten I'm going to do. And another thing I've noticed as well, like see when I'm fasting, see when I was calorie counting, I could eat my maintenance and not even think about it, but I'm starting to understand why you fast, because later on in the day, when I break a fast and I'm eating, I'm like eating just under 2,000 calories now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's enough. And it's filling me up. Uh-huh. But today I had a sandwich and a wee bit of kimchi left. And I had some baby bell cheese. Love and it. I chopped it up and I put it in the kimchi. You're good. Aye. Aye. Why would I be disgusted by that? I think some people would be disgusted by that no, combination. Man. I love baby bells. Aye, it was good, mate. Should I'm thinking like, I like baby bells. So these are things that I eat when I'm, if I'm trying to lose weight, like pepperami, mm. baby bell, stuff like that. Like chop up a fucking baby bell and a pepperami and stick it in some fucking fermented fucking cabbage later. Aye. <laughs> Mate, I, I don't want to discuss the people listening to this podcast, but I've been to the toilet like three times a day. And a lot of it's like, I'm not, wait a minute, I wasn't depressed, man. I've just not done a shite in fucking six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backed up. That's the demons are coming out of your ass, man. <laughs> you're like, you're, I'm me. I'm regular as fucking clock clock, mate. Aye. See if I miss my shit window, I'm fucked. <laughs> See that fucking eight in the morning after my coffee, eight in the morning to like 
half nine, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. See if I don't go to the toilet and have a shout. It doesn't happen. It refuses to come out. And then <laughs> it'll like one or two things will happen. I'll have a Uber shite the next day, or I'll wake up at like pure two in the morning. We're like pure, oh my god, I need to get to the toilet. I'm gonna shit myself. A belter. Uh-huh. I love uh, a shite, mate. So they are. Somebody I love was, you go. Somebody was in here last night, I won't name names. And halfway through a podcast, I like it's all right if I go for a shite. I'm like, I alright, that's fine. They were honestly in there for about three minutes. I was like, how did you even do a shite in that time? I'm at least twenty. Was that a comedian? Aye. Oh. Okay. But what an open spot. Right, okay. Comedian. Um but mate, I need to go in my like my phone. Aye. Like I want I want I've been getting in the heating been on, making sure it's nice and hot in the toilet. I can't see that sitting down rushing a shite out mm. to get it done. Mate. I, I like to I like to enjoy myself in there. Mate, I've took my clothes off while doing a shite. <laughs> 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 I've hung, I've hung up clays, like in coat hangers and all that. I'm like, I'm going in completely <laughs> naked for a shite. I, I, I don't know why, but it's like a spiritual experience. I was mad for the gut health during COVID. <laughs> I was like, I had a wee foot still, because supposedly if you ra- in Asian countries, if you raise your feet, it's better to pass waist. Squat position? Yes. That's how we naturally shit would be in the squatting down. Mm-hmm. And I, I had one of the, the wee stills. The pipe? Yes. Keeps, keeps it straight. I had one of them, mate, and I ate Brussels sprouts every day for 100 days. I've shared this many times. 100 days. And see, when you're going through that process, you're like, ah, I'm never going to change. I'm, I'm eating Brussels sprouts for life. And then see, as soon as the restrictions get slightly loosened, you're like, don't I'm eating chips? Aye, too right. Do you know what's banging, mate? What? And this might be disgusting. Brussels sprout poutine. Oh. So replace the chips with Brussels sprouts or broccoli mm. or cauliflower for that matter. Cook it slightly al dente. So it's like, you know what al dente is? No. No, it's like the Italian word for um, just before ready. Would that be ripe? I don't know. Fuck knows. But uh, it's like when pasta's a wee bit sort of, it's called al dente. It's not quite ready. Yeah. Cook whatever the cauliflower, the broccoli or the Brussels sprouts like that just before it's ready. Cover it in gravy and cheese, grated cheese. Sounds amazing. It is good, mate. Especially the Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I had a weird dinner last night. Do you want to guess? You might have seen my tweet, actually. I didn't. Um, I didn't see your tweet. Um, What? Give me a guess. I don't know how to give you a guess without giving it away. You have it at football games. So a pie? Yeah. Okay, what type of pie? Macaroni pie? Scotch pie. Right, a scotch pie. Two scotch pies. Beans? No. Nah. You'll gravy? never get it. I'll tell you. Go. With a salad. <laughs> okay, so I was like that. an amazing salad. There was, oh, I can't even remember off the top of my head what it's called, but it's... It's this like black vinegar that looks like soy sauce. It tastes like soy sauce. It isn't soy sauce though. This is how mentally ill I am, right? Sylvester Stallone was talking about it in a fucking interview once. He says he has it with breakfast and I bought it off Amazon. So, okay. <laughs> what is that, a vinaigrette? It's no vinaigrette. I'll need to remember and I'll get back to you. Uh, Check your Amazon fucking... 
Aye. order history. But Sylvester Stallone has it with his breakfast. Uh huh. So you put it, it's got all your amino acids in it. Right, okay. And I had that with a salad last night, raw onion, and then I put it on top of two scotch pies. And the pet, my, my pal was in last night, and obviously I never thought anything about it, and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, what are you talking about? I'm having my dinner, and she's like, two pies and a, sa- a salad. She's like, the, the art that's went into you making that salad, it's so beautiful and colourful, and you've just papped it on top of a pie. Put it on top of the pie as well. Aye. It wasn't even just like a side salad. No, I put it on top of the pie. I was mixing it up and all that. And really? then I thought, aye. Oh, well, actually, like, I like oil in a salad. So maybe like the fat of the pie would act like an oil. See, I'm just calorie obsessed. So see, when I'm putting a pie through my fitness pal, uh, I'm just like, oh, it's not that bad. There's protein, there's carbs. I'm not really thinking oh, it's just a scotch pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, see, to be perfectly honest, they're probably quite well balanced. Uh-huh. Like carbs, fats, and proteins, but is it the best fucking meat? Nah. And like the pastry and stuff. I love a pie, mate. I love a scotch Aye. pie. I absolutely love a scotch pie. Do you know what I like? Scotch pie, beans, cheese, put it under the grill for a couple of minutes, man. Dry out the Aye. beans, and then you can just pick up the pie, and it doesn't go all sloppy and all that. Oh, my God. That's I'm another. Just water, though. I know, mate. I'm slabbering the way, man. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing that I realised that I missed. See the fasting buzz, man. Holy fuck, have I missed that? Aye. Because, like, see when you do an intermittent. This feels weird because we're at an angle. I'm definitely on the spectrum. I'm Aye. like the tables do you being know changed. Why I did it like that? Why? This was the setup. I seen a photo it come up one year ago today, and this was the original. This is how I set it up originally. You were oh. at an angle because you were only talking to me. Oh, right, okay. So I was like, we bit of nostalgia. Well, thank you very much. But because I'm on the spectrum, I'm like, is this place being painted? I smell paint. Uh... <laughs> I was drinking nearly a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking choked on that. I went up my nose. <clears throat> oh, there we go. A wee burp for everybody that's on the spectrum like me that are listening to the podcast. They'll be wondering. That was a demon. Aye, um, I need to find out what this is called, or the podcast is not going to be the fucking... We're not putting it out. Aye. Aye, so the fasting buzz, for anybody that doesn't know, when you do intermittent fasting, if you're overweight, I suppose if you've got stored fat, it burns the fat, it doesn't matter if you're overweight, right? I would imagine that it burns quicker if you are um, bigger. So straight away, it hits you like, for me, it's very similar to cocaine. It's not as good as cocaine, but it's similar. So in my mind, it's like a manic, euphoric high. And I feel like my eyes just get wider. Mm-hmm. And then see when you're prepping food and all that, you're almost like, oh, I'm not hungry, man. I shouldn't eat. But then you eat and it's like you're coming maybe it's no good for me i should stop <laughs> I maybe you're addicted to fasting i just sent you that it's liquid amino acids all-purpose seasoning it's a natural liquid amino acid it's got all your amino acids in it so put that on top of your salad and you'll be like sylvester stallone is it nice it's lovely mate uh, tastes love, like soy sauce right i love stuff stuff that makes you go like, yeah you know what i mean 
I like lemon and I I love soy sauce as well, man. They what I done and do something mental though. Have like a piece of square sausage and dip it in that instead of like having a healthy dinner. What about if I made no, this might be a wee bit out there, but like a salad pie where like you cut into the pie and it's salad that's inside the pie. There's no mm. meat. Mm-hmm. With that. Aye. Well, I would do that. You try that. Mate, look at me. Do you prefer raw onion over cooked onion? Yes. I me too. That's another thing. See, there's no in between me, right? See, the other night, I went to my old ways. I knew that I was going to start eating healthy again. So I was like, I'm going to have a binge. So see, for the first time in 120 days, I had a binge. And it was terrible. And I did not enjoy it. So I went from... Not even when you were eating it? No. No? I felt terrible. Because I wasn't doing it often, I think... My body was like, what the fuck uh, is happening? I like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So I had a pizza. So big, oily, shitty pizza, right? And then 24 hours later, I'm chopping up raw red onion and putting it in kimchi and mixing it up. Raw red onion and onion is supposed to be really good for you, mate. Uh, I love it. I love raw onion, mate. Yeah. Cleans it. your skin up and all that. And Does it? It's good for your insides and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Just I love don't. a salad, mate. I absolutely love a salad. See, a good salad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better. See, you're saying now, man, I, I, it's like the idea of like eating a pizza, like oh, Hunter's a shite, is like a good idea. And then when you, like you're saying you're doing it and your body's pure, like, I think some, I think, I'm sure I've had binges where my fucking I've been into shock. I felt so shit like, after it. Yeah. I'm glad I did that. I think it was a change in weather and. I was looking at my track of calorie counting and I'm like, it's not that bad. I've no pressed the fuck it button. Aye. Good times, baby. Uh, is there anything that you would like to talk about? Have you been watching, I know that I'm a celebrity's like a bit hot button. Have you been watching it? I made a TikTok about it today, actually. Did you? I, I've not been watching it, but I'm very aware who is in it. And I made a TikTok about Boy George today and I found it very comical, some of the the responses that I was getting to. Okay. How? What's up with Boy George? So essentially, he's a registered sex offender. Is he? Yes. Did you not know this? No. Right, so a couple of years ago, he kidnapped a guy, tied him to a radiator and kicked fuck at him. (laughs) What? Yep. And... You get the jail and community service and registered sex offender. Fucking hell, man. So the TikTok that I made was, and I'll be honest, I'll get to the honest part in a minute, right? I said, if I turn up at a gig and I've got fucking barbecue sauce on a shop, I'll get blacklisted, right? Mm -hmm. But you've got cunts like fucking boy george that are getting 400,000 pound gigs, then I am a celebrity. He does the voice. He's done everything else and he's literally kidnapping people and fucking leathering them, tying them to heaters. And I said, when I go for a job at the BBC Studios or another channel, a channel, they're like, oh, Darren Connell's working class and he might glorify drugs, don't get him on. Uh-huh. All these comments underneath were like, he's done his time. Let him, let him get on with it. Let him be. Aye, and I'm like... But you can't have one rule for one person and one rule for everybody else. Like, I know people that have lost their career and their life 
with accusations mm-hmm. never mind stuff that has actually been proved in a court uh-huh. so in a court of law yes that he's been punished for and he's been to jail for now i don't give a fuck that he's kidnapped somebody and tied them to a radiator i'm dead inside i have no emotion it really just boils down to the fact that why am I not getting the gig? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no fucking I'm a celebrity. Oh. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. And in a way, I want to get tied up to a heater half boy, George and Leonard, because I'd, I'd be a payday for me. Right, so you're both jealous of him as a celebrity and the victim of his like sex offending crime? Yes. Somebody done that, mate. He was full of smack, man. He was out his box on smack and he leathered them with a dildo like it was supposed to be normal. I'm like, if I'm going to do that, all right, fair enough, mate. All right. I didn't know it was a dildo. That's cool. Because the guy was supposedly going through Boy George's computer trying to steal photos to sell them to the Sun or whatever newspaper it was. What the fuck's he got on his computer? Exactly. Holy shit. But I know about either I forgot that or i've just never really never i i didn't know that boy george was george boy george was fucking time cuts up to fucking radiators and battering about he'd a fucking 12 inch dildo see if that happened to me and boy george was in his the jungle right now mm-hmm. i'd be i'd be cutting about my neck press on it i'd be like i'm still heart and scarred by my experience by boy george please sunglasses know that i'm pure i'm light sensitive please don't no no he was like buffalo bill he tied his banger in between his legs and he says would you fuck me <laughs> he's big cat one um, <laughs> um i've got a couple of questions but you should dare tick talk with that boy george's victim seeing boy george on i'm a celebrity and just getting the neck brace and the sunglasses on just put, yeah. oh, no don't do it again um would you shag boy george for money no no for fame no no could nah. lead to money i would need if you were to if there was like a lawyer that was to break down percentages and say there's 95% that you could get a million pound through this, then I'd have his balls in my mouth. Aye, aye. Would you um, Would you let him shag you? I would need, for money, aye. Right. I would, no ifs and buts, flat out cash. I'd let, mate, I'd let fucking anybody shag me for money. I've been seeing a lot of that on TikTok recently. Like, would you give your dad a handjob for 10 billion pounds? I'd eat my dad's shite straight out his fucking asshole for for a couple of millions of pounds for how much what's the minimum what do you think the minimum is eating a shite out my dad's ass Mm, it it would have to be millionaire like lying down in his squatting air you like proper mr whippy right in the mouth and like fucking plop the lowest i would go would be two million two million quid but that's right. no like that i mean that is a horrific thing that would haunt you for the rest of your life <laughs> so it would have to be millions right but i would go lower for other things like see if you were like give somebody a wank i'd be like fuck it five grand right. five ten grand do you know what's <laughs> <laughs> give your dad a wank for five grand no no way it'd be mo- if it's family members it's millions right okay but 
just uh, just a random what boy george to give boy george a wink couple if, of grand no it'd have to be mayor just because i know who he is and right. i'm like no this that's a couple of grand to him's like a fiver Right. Do you know what I mean? If it was a normal guy on the street, right, a couple of grand. What's the name of a celebrity? He's think he's get that much money. I don't know if he's get that much money. He's getting four hundred grand, mate, for it. Aye, well, there's that, and I had any, I had idea that one, the voice was still a thing, and two, that Boy George was a fucking. Who did he take the place of? I don't know. Who's on the panel of the voice now? I don't know. I don't watch still, it. Still, Sir Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Um. Who was Jesse J? Jesse J. She though? I have no. Oh, I don't know. Don't, don't watch know. it. I tell you another thing though. Who else is in it? Chris Moyles. He's an I'm a celebrity. Yes. Have you not done it before? I don't know. No. Um, but I'm I not funny, has man. I'll tell you about him, mate. Right? They were saying because there's a lot of celebrities on it that have done things that have been bad, right? Obviously. Naughty. Boy George is kind of getting the fucking the limelight of it, uh, but Chris Moyles, right? See, years ago, mm-hmm. trying to be careful here because I don't know if it's one hundred percent true. It is true because I googled it. Uh, <laughs> see Charlotte Church. Uh huh. See when she was turning sixteen. Uh huh. They had a countdown on his radio show, right? And it was quote he said lead her through the forest of sexuality he will break her virginity when he was a radio presenter he was saying hey. that he was saying that about charlotte church when she was 16 no even when she was 16 she was 15 15 turning 16 what a creepy bastard and also he's had all sorts of complaints and all that off offcom and he's also been sacked from a job for being like sexist and just being a creepy cunt. I don't like him, mate. He gives yeah. me the he makes me I it looks like he's breathed stink and just a fucking creepy See like I don't know man. What am I trying to say? It looks like a fucking creep. I think that's what it is. Yeah. He just gives me the fucking ick. And he's fucking people are like, oh, Chris Moy's breakfast. It was shite. It was shite. Fuck off with that man. Like they were all fucking weirdos, but they were all shite and no funny. Chris Moyles, that ginger cunt with the glasses. <laughs> Chris Evans. I like you are all fucking fannies, man. Just cunts called Chris. Fuck them. Right. So Matt Hancock, obviously he's all the news because yeah. the fucking former health secretary and conservative MP. I mean, literally that cunt fucking. Was it the fucking Helmer stealing billions of taxpayer money? Yes. Now he's in fucking I'm a celebrity. You can get to fuck. I think whoever's the fucking production company needs to take a fucking long hard look at themselves putting a cunt like that on the fucking TV. I, I agree with that, mate. I think it's pathetic and it's deliberate and it's almost two seconds. <coughs> it's almost like a, a Jeremy Kyle type of mentality mm-hmm. we don't care about consequences get them on because we know that we're gonna get a reaction here yeah uh-huh. uh mike tyndale tyndale i don't know who so that he's is. married to zara phillips who's the queen's granddaughter Aye. so she's on a, on on benefits um somebody for coronation street chris moyles whose chin looks like an eight-year-old's fanny. He's lost a lot of weight. 
Right, so that's why he's got skin hanging down off his chin. Yeah. See that as well, man. He, he looks like... I mean, wait, he just Chris Miles is young. 46, that's a guess. Let's, let's see. I was going to say 50. He's a television presenter. Since when? 48. Look at that, mate. Yeah. That looks like... I was like a taxi driver. <laughs> um, but he's like one of these guys, he's pure trying to dress young and all that. Fuck yeah. Man, you mad fucking creepy bastard. Scarlett Douglas, A Place in the Sun. No, I don't, don't know who she is. Charlene White, Loose Women, no idea who she is. Baba Today Alish. Don't know. Gogglebox, no idea. These people are celebrities. I know, mate. Sean Walsh. Comedian. He's a comedian, right. Um, I, think, I actually think I've gigged with that cunt. Oh, really? Years ago, mate. Aye. Nice. Olivia Atwood, Love Island. No idea who she is. Boy George. Nonce. He's there. Um, and then somebody for Hollyoaks. I, I mean, are they celebrities? Like, right, Boy George Culture Club, right? They, he's a get it, right? Some good tunes. And massive for like the gay community and stuff like him being out there and being mm. i think he was openly gay in the 80s it wasn't fucking normal was it like people were too scared and rightful so but see like the, the term celebrity right you're sort of like supposed to celebrate people's talent one of them there's like married to something is that like do you get famous by stoning next to people that are famous now like what I the know. fuck it's the same with Google Box, mate. I've never watched it, but it's essentially people just watching the telly. And it's weird as fuck. Where's your Norman wisdoms in the world? Fucking hell. <laughs> what was I was watching the other day that was fucking hilarious? Oh, it was American people watching uh, the two Ronnies. Aye. And they were fucking pissing themselves laughing. See, because it was so smart. You ever seen The Mastermind? Yes, sketch. So it was that they were watching, and it's fucking. What is it? The chosen subject is the special subject has answering questions that have just been asked. So it's like the the guy that's answering the questions is one answer behind, mm -hmm. and then obviously it's funny because the way that they build up is so fucking smart. They I don't know if they have quite have comedy like that in America. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Were they like Ronnie? Man, he's my main motherfucker. Man, it's horrible, isn't it? And racist. So I was near. <laughs> how do you know what I was doing? We've went into the grey zone there. I'm, I'm the racist then. <laughs> one is is racist. I don't know who, but one is is definitely fucking racist in that circumstance. I'll probably I'll take I'll carry the can, mate, because one I don't <laughs> I don't have a career in the public eye and I'm not on camera, so I could just be like, that's not even me. We weren't being racist there. There's what you I tried to cancel Boy George. Next thing you know, I'm cancelled. So there you go. Next thing you know, you're chained to a radiator getting slapped about the face with a big fucking dildo. But no, Affy Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> crying <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> a tune, by the way. Aye. Aye, so there so, we go. Sorry to interrupt. I know you don't like me interrupting you. No, it's all right. I apologise. Paul's getting a wee dig in there. No, not at all. I actually <laughs> feel bad because I, I went to say something and you, you were just before me. You made a movie recommendation. Yes. Um, did we talk about this last week? Was it Mandy and uh -huh. something else? Mandy, I was what I talked to you about. We've no spoken. Have we no spoke about this? Um, 
Why did you recommend that to me? I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I think it's a work of art. And I don't know if my brain has melted through years of ecstasy abuse, but I think it is a true masterpiece that is the perfect love story. And in the chaos of Mandy, to think that Nicolas Cage is actually downplaying it a wee bit, that makes it a perfect, perfect film. From the visual, the colours, cinematography, to the soundtrack. I think all that was... Like it looked amazing. Um, I liked the 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 soundtrack was great. The cinematography was fucking. There was parts of it that were fucking incredible, but the story, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit. Um, it feels like I was saying it feels like a cross between the dude for Silence of the Arms that you did earlier and like Charles Manson mm-hmm. and like the bad guy for like Superman Four, Nuclear mm-hmm. Man. That's what I was like, what the fuck? But, mate, it was weird. See, when you said Paul looked at me there and he was like, why did you recommend that to me? You looked puzzled. I was puzzled because Sean was like pure, is Dan all right? Like, why is Dan, why is he, why is he recommended this? She's like, this is like a wee movie night as a couple and we're sitting watching somebody burning a fucking sleeping bag. Yeah. And that scene was, mate, harrowing, man. You're like, oh my God, imagine somebody fucking... Did that, but I want to try some of that fucking what was it called? Um, something darkness, the mad uh, acid, the acid, um, deep darkness or something like it was called. Deep darkness, it reminds me of the see the remake of Dread. Have you ever seen that? Uh huh. So, there's a drug that they take, and that look at me trying to multitask and having a fucking aneurysm. Uh, I put in Greg's. That's how stupid I'm. Dread. Slow mo. Ah, that's right. Aye. That's how I know that I'm an alcoholic. Because when I see them taking slow mo, I'm like, I want that. Um, but I, the acid that they take in Mandy looks incredible. Aye, but turns into a fucking mad serial killer. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is parts of the film that are just, you're, you're laughing at it because it's just mental, Aye. but overall, I, I enjoyed it. Aye, man. I was getting trauma, fucking flashbacks to the bit where he gets his bobby and she started laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Sean was like, that's like the first time me and you did it. And I was like, nah, fucking kidding, I'm joking. I'm joking, but um, no, man, fucking weird, weird movie, man. And a weird choice for Nicolas Cage, but... You know, like you said, very arty, very artistic. Looked fucking amazing. The so, bit at the end where he's driving the car and he can see his dead wife and he's like smiling at her. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Are you, next time I recommend a film to you, are you going to be like, Guy, I'm going to fucking Google this first? I'll maybe watch it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and no introduce Sean. Sean's like, I'm worried about Dan. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd really take that as a compliment somehow. Um, aye, but Mandy was good, and aye, it was good. I think she was just coming down after the high of um the one with the motor, Stephen King movie. Yeah, what was that? Christine, Christine, she loved that. I loved that, and then she was pure right. Next movie, Dan's recommended. Get it on. So you started, 
You peaked too soon. <laughs> Should have went for Mandy first and then Christine. Or maybe it was deliberate. Maybe I wanted to put you in a high. Maybe I wanted cheese to make you feel good. And then I'm like, pulp Mandy it. Fuck them. They can have that. Eat that, you cunts. And then my next recommendation will be Beverly Hill Cops 5. <laughs> See, they're making a prequel to it. It's a TV series through HPO. And they're going to start filming in 2023. Mm. I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like they're scraping the barrel uh, and shit. I feel flat about that. Yeah. I, I just get a flat feeling. Like my soul went, my, my soul shrugged there mm-hmm. and went, and what? How come they couldn't do that when we were younger? Now it's just Marvel and everything's getting made and it's all shite. They what when we were younger? Like there was none of the good shit when we were younger. Like every it's just sensory overload now with Amazon and Netflix and wasn't he like that when we were a boy? I went to the cinema last night actually to see a film called Watcher. It was a a horror film and it was really enjoyable. Right. It wasn't outstanding, but it was enjoyable. So maybe. recommend it. If you've got a cinema card and you're looking for a film, then I uh think cinema's gonna die i thought that as well because they came out and they said that they might shut it down but well, sunny world's currently still in administration on it i think it was busy when i was there oh was it yeah what sure yeah i did notice one thing though it was fucking freezing they've not got the heaters on the cunts and the cinema Aye. it's always freezing in the cinema was oh, it i it's like i well the re- that's, that could just be total bullshit, what I just said there, but I remember one time going to see one of the Lord of the Rings movies, and it was the summer, and I had shorts and t-shirt, and I left because it was too cold in the cinema. Mm. Like a flight. Freezing on a fucking plane. <laughs> a flight. <laughs> I like the doors opened in an aeroplane. Mm-hmm. I, I had one of the most freaky experiences on a, a plane. I took a nighttime flight back to America one time, and I watched Paranormal Activity 1. Mm. and everybody was sleeping and the lights were off in the cabin and it freaked me the fuck out mate scary what the scariest horror experience outside of like watching freddy when you're like four you know what i mean and just pure and like my big sister be like i'd like got to the toilet my sister be like freddy's in the toilet and i'd be like pure ah but um no as an adult no that's not true watching the original ring to like the Japanese, no, the ring, ring, the Japanese one. Mm. First time watching that was on midnight in Channel 4, and I was in a loft conversion, then buckets. Oh my god. And it was uh, on a portable TV as well. Mate, if you were doing buckets, man, looking at the window would fucking scare you. Mm hmm. <laughs> You're no ring. <laughs> You're no ring, Dan. A portable telly, though, because it's the ring that must uh-huh. have been freaky as fuck. Uh huh. In the corner of a loft conversion that was pitch black. <laughs> Literally, like, you couldn't see the stairs or nothing. We shut ourselves in. You did that to yourself, didn't you? You purposefully want it to be kind of freaky. Kind of freak yourself out a wee bit. Yeah. There's a couple of horror films out there. Oh, God. See the the Conjuring and all that? Like, mm-hmm. that franchise, they scare me. They're freaky. Mm-hmm. They're scary. Aye, they're really good movies. Yeah. Well, I've, I think I've, I've seen three. Or is there ones that are connected to that? They're part Aye. of the same universe, but they've got different names. It's no the Enfield one and all that. Annabelle, yeah, is that part of the Conjuring? Yeah, it's the same. 
They're supposed to be true stories. The Enfield one is. Well, it's based on aye, aye, aye. They're like real, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe like the Scottish ghosts, they're like the Scottish version of them. Mm-hmm. Have you, when's the last time you took a bucket? Um, they're not called buckets anymore, Darren. They're called gravity bongs. Gravity bongs? Uh-huh. You can buy them on Amazon. Oh my. Like a gravity bong kit. So you don't need to put a couple of batteries in a gingy boat and smash the boat, mate? <laughs> no. Oh, remember the days. Um, so I've heard. <laughs> so they say. No drugs here. Nod, nod, wink, wink. Um, when's the last time I took a bucket? I've done, like, I've took... Um, I've done edibles that are, like, way strong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've done other weed things, weed-related things in the last sort of, you know, last couple of weeks that have been, like, worse than a bucket. But I made a bucket... Like a proper hash bucket. I done one maybe about fifteen years ago, so I'd have been like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Fuck man, that just depressed the life out of me. <laughs> My soul went for being like meh about that movie to being like uh, we're old. Um and me and my mate did it one Sunday night. We've not getting today. Do you want to make a bucket? And we bought a donor meat pizza. And we made a bucket in my mate's flat and we took it and we just instantly fell asleep. Out your mind? Absolutely fucked him up, mate. Ridiculous. And to think, I used to do that at lunchtime at school and then go into the fucking higher physics. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher thinks, he's like a fucking rain man. He's just had a creamy bucket. <laughs> <laughs> a big creamer. He's like, you all right? You're green? Um, there was one time I bought a... An old school eight quid bit. Anybody that's fuel generation remembered buying eight quid bits a hash. I fed a guy in the sixth year common room. He was in sixth year and I was in fifth year. And we were stoning in the common room. And I had stayed behind after the bell at lunch to buy this eight quid bit off him. And as we were doing the exchange, the deputy head walked into the common room. So I just gobbed this eight quid bit of hash and just swallowed it. And was like, had never done edibles before. Had not, had only ever smoked hash. Oh my god! And the guy was pure. You're gonna need to spew that up. And I was pure. What's it gonna do? Really? Fuck it. Um. And mate, see about forty five minutes later, I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> <laughs> and my art teacher, a guy called Mister McAvoy, he had just got like, remember the big bubble Macintosh computers, the mm. big red and green. He had just got one of them and it had a webcam on it and he took a big photo of himself, a big cheesy smile on his face and had it on the screen as <laughs> so they like all walked in and I was just sitting and he left it there. So I'd walked into the class, I wasn't feeling it, sitting doing art and I was like, well, I'm starting to feel funny. It's like, fuck, I can't feel my tongue. And then I just turned around and just seen his face on this Mac and just pissed myself laughing to the point where... I just get my jacket, my bag, and just left the class. Wow. Couldn't stop laughing. I was getting into trouble, and I was just like, I just need to leave. Holy fuck. It's pure, Paul Shields, where are you going? And I was just like, fuck this, and I just walked him, went to my bed, and slept for about fucking nine hours. Back in school the next day, like that. With a robe on, pure <laughs> spiritual experience. <laughs> oh, I think I've only ever took one bucket. It's when I was in school. My legs gave way. I was in a house party and I took a bucket and my legs buckled and the guy was like, ah, you all right? And I was like, ah, I'm, I'm just sitting down. My fucking <laughs> legs were like all mangled. 
all bent and mangled behind my head. He's like, you fainted there, didn't you? No, no, I'm just sitting down. Oh, mate. Hash is fucking... I mean, I've heard people saying, like, oh, the weed that you get nowadays and stuff like that. Mate, hash is wild. Like, pure concentrated fucking weed. They're smoking it like 12-year-old. It fucks people's heads up because there's, like, plastic in it and stuff in there. And, Aye, well, like... There was in the Glasgow hash. Yeah. Plastic bag. Aye, they'd hollow out the middle. Mm-hmm. You're like the nine bars, a nine ounce, but hollow it out to get a couple ounces at the middle and fill it with like a black bag. Yeah. And by the time it just gets cut up, no, that's just. Aye. Might not affect you now, but I've got Hunter's uncles that are like 65 and they're all fucking melted. Hashids, man. Aye. He's a fucking hashid. There was one time I, my, my dealer had a flattened toe cross. This was the worst thing. Honestly, this isn't like, I'll laugh about it, I'm sure, but this wasn't funny, like when it happened. Um, he was like a mate. He became a mate. You know, like a drug dealer that becomes a half mate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He'll hang about for a joint when he comes and drops half your hash or your weed tea or whatever. And he came up to this flat I had in Toe Cross, and he was like, he'd bought whatever four rounds, and he was pure. Like, All right, if I cut it up and then you put it in the microwave. Remember that back in the day, you put your bit of hash in the microwave for like ten seconds, take it out, it's soft. <laughs> Well, I wasn't a hash smoker, so this is all kind of new right, to me, okay. but I'm aware of it, I'm aware. I'm okay, aware. so uh, you put your hash in the microwave so that you could cut it up into bits for you and your mates. And um, he put it in the microwave and we were just on and talking, like blah, 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 and it was like pure ding, and he was pure, oh no, he'd left it in for like whatever, a minute, and he opened the fucking, I mean, I'm getting deja vu, I told you this before. No. He opened the microwave in a fucking green cloud, came out the microwave or went to come out the microwave and he shut the microwave door and went get in here and the three is we opened the microwave door and stuck our heat in the microwave and just took an almighty draw and i instantly fucking vomited everywhere oh no it was like an instant whitey because it was like fucking four or five ounce of ounce ounce of hash that was in the microwave that had turned <laughs> to literal dust he had fucking nuked it so it was just oh that hash cloud and microwaves are sealed so as soon as you opened it, man, it was like 10 buckets at once or something. Oh my God. Nah, it was ridiculous, mate. Bet you get some sleep that night. No, it was like whitey, central. Mm. Like you were sitting pure, tossing and turning. Now that way, pure, uh, uh, pure <laughs> uncomfortable. But I, mate, fucking instant spew. Disgusting, mate. It just turned my stomach. Green at the gills, they would call it. The next time you made something in the microwave, it was just like... That Indian taste like fucking hash. Aye, and then you're sitting there like, ah, yeah, mate, that fucking curry was a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Farm food's curry's the best. I'm looking forward to doing the sobriety podcast next month, mate. This is shocking chat. What, this one? Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Bad for you. Aye. Hash, is hash even gone about now? Aye, you can get hash. Oh, so, like, you get a thing me now. You get a thing called shatter. Which is like, um, probably like five or six times the strength for like a bit of black cash back in the day, and it's like caramel. It looks like caramel. It's mm-hmm. like sort of, and what you do is, is you get it's called a glass nail, but it's like a looks like a wee looks like Popeye's pipe, and it's made of glass, and you scotch it with a blowtorch, and then you put it. In. It's called dabs. And mate, they fucking take your head off, man. It's like new age scientific hash smoking. Oofed. 
How do you think I would do with something like that? A what? sober guy? What, a hot dab? Mate, you would probably see God or something, I don't know. <laughs> I want to take DMT in this podcast, mate. I know that's a terrible idea, but I want to smoke DMT for the Patreon. We can arrange that, mate. I might have a vape pen kicking about somewhere. Do you think that would end my career? What, on Patreon? No, mm. fuck that. Maybe he's got to say it apart from those amazing people that keep the podcast going. Yeah, I want to smoke DMT. Beautiful, lovely, sexy people on our Patreon. Because um, I don't know if I'd ever do a panto again if I smoked DMT, but I want to. What's make you want to smoke DMT? Just the carnage of it. <laughs> For the content? Yeah, I'm addicted to carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that you're carnage anonymous. Aye. Plus, then you're trying to. Oh, come on! It was just a laugh. All my sober pals are like, "No, you relapsed." Nah, man, it was for the podcast. Next thing you know, I'm full of fucking jellies and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Street valleys. Hey, hey blues. Hey, hey blues on you. <laughs> you come in here for the podcast, Larry. Down, how's it going? Like, I'm full of blues. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but if any producers or casting agents are watching this, I want to say that I am available for a panto next season. <laughs> <laughs> Might even smoke DMT on stage Aye, as an ugly sister. <laughs> Is this too late to be like putting yourself out there for panto? Yeah, it's begun. Uh, it has begun. There'll be in um, rehearsals and shit, wouldn't there? Rehearsals, yes. So I'll be going to see a lot of friends doing panto this year and enjoying the break but next year i'm looking for a panel when was your last panel it was just before lockdown in 2019 dundee actually i tell you a lie i got offered dunfermline at the alhambra theater which is a beautiful beautiful theater and they asked me to do the panel there was a couple of things my hair was fucked my skin was fucked and the covid restrictions were unbelievably shite like you just need to stay apart on the stage masks in the wings right. see a panto mate a panto is hardcore see adding all that shit to it it would just make it unbearable right. and then they had this covid clause which every single theater and every single show had that wasn't just them basically if i signed a six-week contract and you get a certain amount of money which would have been good if I went up there for three days and somebody got COVID, they could cancel it and I would only get paid for three days. And I'm like, yeah, I can't I can't commit to that. Mm. I'm not committing to something like that. That's shocking, but yeah. I understand why they, they did that, you know. Yeah, because people were getting COVID and stuff and it sounded fucking mental. So that so. must have been December 2020, like mm -hmm. Christmas 2020. We went into lockdown like the week before mind like the 23rd was yeah. it or 24th we've been on the lockdown yeah. so there'd been like a full week or two of work that just wouldn't have happened aye aye so fuck that can i ask you how long we've done i think we've done about an hour um 50 51 minutes 51 minutes 10 to go before we wrap it up i just want to talk about a couple of gigs i've got edinburgh this weekend at the roxy uh, Scott Agnew is still my support act. If I'm, I'm not too sure when this will come out, but we're doing a two for one deal through C tickets. 
um, if you live in Edinburgh or nearby and you would like to come, use the two-for-one code and you'll get a two-for-one ticket. Then, the week after, we are finishing the tour in the Oranmore. And that is going to be the final night. So, if you've never seen me do stand-up, it's a new show, new material. If you've never seen me do stand-up before, then come and see me at the Oranmore because I really don't know what I'm going to do next year. Um, I'm not doing the Glasgow Comedy Festival. I've not signed up to the Edinburgh Festival and I've not got a tour planned. So, the Oranmore might be the last time that you get to see me do a show for a long time time because i need to get back to the drawing board with trying to get an agent and you know mixing it up a wee bit mm. so i told paul that i'm going to film my special somewhere that'll probably be my next thing that'll be a big thing i'll get a venue somewhere film my special and put it online and then just walk away from my material but if you want to come to the or and more it will sell out before the night um, I think it's 280 capacity, and I think we're on about 240. So, and this has just been through this podcast and my social media. So, that's brilliant. Yeah. If you want to come get a ticket, Scott I knew will be the support act that night. And I am fucking buzzing, man. I'm excited. Aye, so you should be. It's a nice venue as well, mate. Yes. Venue. Paul will be there filming as well. So that's me got all the, the business. I feel like I've covered all the business side. All the business has been taken care of. Yes. And then next year, um, we really need to just sit down and talk about it. Um, we'll do a live event for the podcast. <gasps> We're not doing it at the fucking, what's it called? Down at the Four Corners, that big venue. Classic Grand. No chance, man. I know I talk about the Classic Grand quite a lot, but I walked past there the other night again, and I'm like, yeah. Ah, it's fucking it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a vortex. It is a vortex. Imagine putting us putting a night on down there. Like, I'd be like, guys, come. There's going to be, like, free cookies and milk and wear a stab-proof vest and fuck <laughs> it, man. Change your phone around your neck. Aye. <laughs> Bring so, a rape alarm. Aye. <laughs> so we'll get a... Stranger Danger. I know, I know. So we'll get a good venue for next year ah, sometime. Right, mate. Have you even do it in the stand? Aye, the stand would be a good place. I think so as well. I'm fucking sharp, mate. Honestly, that's weather. You're yeah. right, man. Have you ate today? No yet. I don't finish till ten o'clock. Is that when you're eating? Aye. Ten p.m. Man. Mm -hmm. So how long will that be? A twenty-four hour fast? Almost. I think I stopped eating at about half eleven last night. What you having tonight, do you know? No idea, mate. Not even thought about it. It's my Are anniversary you... tomorrow. Not even had a chance to go and get her a fucking card. Mm. Now you get up. She doesn't listen to this anyway, so I bet she listens to this one. I'll need to get up early. She'll have that. <laughs> women's vaginas are like a fucking, like a satellite dish for their boyfriends talking shit about them. Aye. Um, but, eh. Uh, I'll need to get up early. I'll get up early. I'll go and get her a wee card, a bunch of flowers, and be like, happy anniversary. How many years? Six. Wow. Met up for a shag six years ago and didn't stop shagging, so you got idea. That's not bad. Not bad indeed. Remember the cuck option is still there with me? I, I know. I'd I'm gay I'm 
I'm trying to get her to agree to it. That's your ass, left ass cheek, right ass cheek, and that's me pushing it right in. <laughs> 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 to complete silence. No emotion. I'm even enjoying it, man. It's just happy anniversary trips. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Like, Darren's going to cock for your anniversary. She's like, ah, well, that doesn't surprise me after watching Mandy. Aye. Well, see, to be honest, aye. I think you might have ruined it with Mandy. I think she was maybe considering it. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> nah. Well, good on you, mate, for six years. That is amazing. Is it six years? Aye. We started doing it in 2016. And it's 2022. So I that's right. Six years. Mm. Six years. I'm tired, I know, mate. I'm fucking shattered. No, man, I need a nap. I I'm in here. So. I'm in here at fucking 10 o'clock at night. Have you got a podcast on after this? Yep. Who's in? Um, oh, uh, Billy Kirkwood. Billy Kirkwood. Doing a, th- a new show called Bad Movies with Great Comedians. Yeah. Not yet launched. Good stuff. I found it quite funny that um, Colleen Sheridan has started back his podcast that's going to be called The Sheriff Show and me and Paul are helping him and uh, I've put home in my notes as Colleen Murphy, wee bit racist there, wee bit of a brain fart. But you wrote down his name is Colleen Murphy? Yep. Aye. That's racism, I'm sorry. I wasn't racist any earlier on when I was doing the American accent but I was racist there, it was a mistake. But uh, last week I was supposed to go in for Killian's show, and there's a, there's see when you get a hair transplant you get a a, a like a quarterly checkup, so um, they were doing this. I can't remember what the term's called, but they take your blood from your arm, take the plasma out of your blood, and they inject it into your scalp. So that was at like three o'clock. Colleen's podcast was at like half four or something. I can't remember. Right, like half five. Aye. But I was like, God, I feel quite ill after getting that done. And I felt so shattered. Went up the road. No, I might not be good at a lot of things in life, but I'm never late. And see, when you gave me a gig, I will always do my gig. Like, I never miss a gig. Mm-hmm. Cut to Paul phoning me, just, where are you? And I'm like, what? Where, where am I? So there we go. In your bed. Absolutely sparkled. Aye, mate. Like, didn't you know what day it was? Didn't you know what time it was? Aye, mate. Getting blood tooks tires you, mate. If it makes my hair look better, but fuck it. Aye. Has it had, a, <laughs> had an impact, do you think? Plasma? I think it takes a couple of months, but aye. Still happy with it? I'm, st- I'm buzzing with my hair, mate. I'm buzzing with my hair. I Check. don't know what your hair was like before. But it looks good, man. Looks like fucking looks like natural and aye. It's brilliant. They must be getting better at them. Yeah. <clears throat> Paul Craig's hair transplants a fucking billion. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, he was in here and he was saying that he seen a tweet that was saying that the biggest comeback in UFC history is Paul Craig's hairline. Amazing. But no, you should. I think you should be very, very happy with it. it looks so natural for like a guy your age. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't look right. You know what? See if he does listen. He can. He will only say it. Yeah, he's got the boss. They say it. Had a guy come in here. He's been coming here for like four or five weeks. And week five, 
a twigged that is like a fucking glowing wig on his head. Wow. And I think he's seen me twig. Like I was lo- <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. I was like, <clears throat> he came in and it was for the side. His hair looks fucking weird. See, he, he dyeing his hair because it was like a different color for like the natural hair run at the side and the back. It's like a sort of brown, but like the the wig is like jet black. And I was like, he fucking dyeing his hair and done a fucking pure shitey job. I'll <clears> ask you who it is after. Aye, you know, him? and um, and then I was just like looking at the hair, just being like, that's a fucking terrible dye job that guy's done on his hair. And then I done this. No, you can't see him on camera. So I, I noticed. I, my head went. That's a wig. And I went like this. And I was looking directly at his fucking hair. And he knows. So he he did like a wee sort of like oh you know like I looked a wee bit sheepish and just sort of like changed the subject. Like you found the the fight. It's like a fight club code. You've just walked into a basement during a fight, and Meatloaf has done that to you. Oh, ah, exactly. Come on. Aye. Was there a zip pinging off it? Off of what? His wig. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was one of these ones that the guys are getting where they fucking glue it onto your Aye, head and I've it lasts for like six months. I've seen it. But mate, that's how good that is. Like, I'm no slagging it. I'm mm. bigging it up. Five weeks. I was in the guy's company for ten hours before I fucking noticed that he's got a glowing wig in his head. I get offered one of them. Right. So, I mean, I wasn't bald, right? You know, guys that go bald and they've got the ring and the fucking hair on the side. Yeah. I wasn't getting like that. I noticed throughout the years my hair was changing, but it was nothing crazy. It wasn't like people were not like, you're going bald. Right. And then during COVID, it started falling out. And then right. I was never the person that would fight baldness. Like when you, you know how what you said there sometimes you would look at your mate's hairline and your mate would be like that what aye we talking about aye i was never like that i just done that take a mac free to it and i shaved it off aye. and i actually enjoyed having a skinhead aye the first four or five episodes of the podcast you had a full-on skinhead yeah like right down to the the wood and birds loved it man i had some weird occasions mate when birds were like petting my head and all that and it was like oddly comfortable Aye. Like, birds enjoyed it, and I enjoyed getting petted like I was a fucking golden Labrador, mate. <laughs> 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 <Slap>. <laughs> I'm like, whose kink is this? Is it my kink or your kink? But I'm here for it. Maybe you're a furry. I <laughs> <laughs> but a glued on wig, man. That's mental. I am having one more meal tonight. I'm having noodles, salmon, and some salad. Cup of tea. Merrier. Sliced alone. Yes. Soy sauce. Yes. I'll bring you some of that coffee in as well. Two birds. Coffee. Is that a, do they, they try to sponsor you? No, but I might ask them. I used to take that during COVID for fasting, mate. Mm-hmm. It's 36 calories, so probably breaking your fast, but... What's in it? It's like a vitamin-infused, rich, black coffee blend. It's and black coffee and it's got 36 calories in it? Yep. There's green tea in it and stuff as right. well. Right. Right, okay. There's all sorts of shit in it, man. <clears throat> Tastes good. Do you know, I wouldn't say it's delicious, but it's it's got an odd 
taste to it. No. Very similar to kimchi. You're like, do I like this? I don't know if right. I like this. What's the other one? No kimchi. Sauerkraut? No. No, it's a drink. Kombucha? Kombucha. What that? Yes. Right, because kombucha is like, eh, oh, mm-hmm, mm, ugh, oh. Like that meme? <laughs> Like that, that bird that drink, you know, that I, the, the kimchi bird, yeah. uh, the, the kombucha chick. Uh, yes. Did you say mime though? Meme? Ah, oh, meme. I'm so sorry. I've noticed that you say a couple of words weird. Mate, I think I've got something wrong with my brain. Like you say girl. You say girl. Girl. G-U-R. Ah, uh, G-U-R-L. Girl. Or yeah. Girl. Uh, whereas I would say girl. Well, I have noticed, listen, I always listen back to the podcast and I've noticed one thing, like sometimes when I, I struggle to get a word out mm-hmm. and you can fi- you fix it for me, like <laughs> finish your sentence. sometimes I look to you to like, is that what that is? Right. And then I'll say it. Yeah. Right. So I, I have noticed like there's a lot of things that I can't pronounce properly mm-hmm. and I don't think it's a red group thing. I think it's. You're da. A family full of alcoholics. Nah, I was going to say your family. Name, <laughs> name talking shit. Aye. Like, girl. I say girl. Uh-huh. It's like girl. What like that, the way that you just said it. You said something multiple times earlier, and I was like, he's fucking saying that funny. What, tonight? Uh-huh, but I don't know what it was. I can't even remember. I'll have a listen back. Yeah. Because you said it like multiple times. Cheers for making me feel good about my, my life. I like it. Makes you like... Cookie. N- well, you stand out. If you were yeah. at a party, people would be like, that guy's saying the words funny. Who's that sexy cunt with a speech embedment? Well, that's hairline, that's a belter. I want to come out of that. That's what my pals have been saying recently. They're like, Do you want to come out of your hairline? If it's the price is right. No, my pals are like, we can tell that you've had a hair transplant because your hairline's incredible. You've got a belter of a hairline. I'm like, join the club, mate. Yeah, a widow's peak. Like it comes in a wee peak at the, the front? Yes. Did you have that before? I can't remember. <laughs> what about when you were wee? Aye, I think right, so. I, I had a widow's peak when I was wee as well. Aye. And just receded away, I think. I get offered day wigs though during uh-huh. uh, lockdown. Uh, a lassie that worked in a hairdresser's was like, um, we'll, we'll give you a deal on it. And she sent us a video. And it was this guy literally like, I was like, nah, I'm taking a Gillette free. I'm taking a Gillette free razor. There's no fucking way that I, I knew a cunt that stayed in Bishop Briggs, mate, that wore a wig when I was a wee guy. Mm -hmm. And people used to actually do that. No way, man. Like, at his wig. Aye, but that's different than these things, man. These things are fucking class, mate. There's no chance I'm wearing that, mate. I know, I know a guy, you know him, you know him as well. He comes in here to do a podcast. I'll name him because he probably doesn't listen. Ryan Dakhill. And his has been like a transformation. It's like, what was that fucking... You shouldn't have named him. Obly put. Okay. 1065. I don't, no, he doesn't give a fuck. He pure openly talks about it. Oh, does he? Ah, it's all his social media. Mate, I would never have guessed that. He went for I being cue ball bald. I thought it would have been a hair transplant. Right, okay. Mate, that would have had to have been some fucking hair transplant because he was totally bald, completely fucking bald. Yeah. To having a full heat up your thick, luscious fucking dark hair. <laughs> but he talks about it. He spoke about it in the podcast. He doesn't give a fuck. That's cool in, then. He came in here and did Kieran's All About Ability and it was the first thing that they spoke about and he's just pure. And he said he's like, my missus fancies me again, mate. 
he's right. like, I'm loving it. Like, and I think it gives people a new lease of life, man. Yeah. I don't think we talk enough about the mental impact that has on a guy when he loses his hair. Yeah. I think you learn, you learn to, you learn to love where then you realize that there is a very large percentage of women that like bald men and so it doesn't but i think when it first starts to happen it really fucking hurts people man like devastates them aye I, i've been through it but then you get some dirties man that are just pure into a bald nut and i i, I enjoy getting a hair transplant but i also regret it feel like i'm missing out on a lot of clunge <laughs> <laughs> oh that is a horrible horrible word and we'll fucking will we still put that yeah let's end it that i don't mean to be disrespectful <laughs> mm. um I mean, talking about a woman's gash like that it's just absolutely order. <laughs> um machete wound oh my god gammon patch gammon socket <laughs> gammon socket Aye, beef it. curtains oh no I love vagina, mate. So do I, mate. Addicted to it, I think. I love pussy. I've not seen one in a while, but I fucking love pussy, man. I'm into... Sh I'm not even going to say that. Like, see birds at pet my head. I'm into petting birds as well. It's both ways, mate. Like a cat. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, look, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. <laughs> You can sign up to our Patreon for £5 a month and you'll get all your wee extra kind of bonuses and you're supporting the podcast and you're keeping us going. If anybody's got any questions, chuck us a five-star review. Just get in touch with some questions. Paul or myself will get back to you very much. Paul, thank you very much, mate. Thank you, Darren. See you next week, baby. You're my baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs>